coming to you from a cozy little condo high atop old Fort Ward, Atlanta. Welcome, Welcome to The Ron Show on America One Radio. Here's your host, Ron Roberts. And a happy Monday to you. Oh my gosh, it's sunny. It's been like low mid-60s today. Do you hear it in my voice? Remember last week, I just, there were a couple of days where I'm like, Keep the sharp objects away. I mean, I'm kidding. I'm not. But golly, the seasonal effective. Oh, my God. It's been killing. Today's been fantastic. I, as soon as I get done recording today's show, am going to take my cat on a walk. Yes, Herschel is harnessed and leash trained. He loves going out on the courtyard here in our condo building. It's completely encircled. There's grass. There's trees. There's sometimes birds and the occasional butterfly. to ch- He loves it. And I actually do, too. I mean, I'm probably going to wear a hoodie because I'm a little cold nature. But still. We're loving the mid-60s and sunshine and dry conditions for multiple days. I can't even believe it. I mean, there's rain in the forecast for Thursday, but yesterday was great. I think Saturday was even, Saturday was okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what a difference, right? Do you not hear it in my voice? Even got in some good softball over the weekend. I played so miserable in Las Vegas last month. And so I had a nice weekend of softball. I actually played pretty decently. Didn't embarrass myself. I'm kind of kind of looking looking ahead here. Uh, let's talk about some of the things that are happening in and around Atlanta nationally as well. Thank God the balloon has been shot down. My God, what a nutty. I, and, and yes, having moved here from Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, where I live for 11 plus years, my news feed, y'all, was just Eat up with pictures of the blue sky and what looks like some fighter jet fumes <laughs> or trails, contrails, not chem contrails, and uh, a deflated looking balloon, which they said had a payload beneath it equal to the size of three buses, which I guess you can understand when you're looking at like a debris field of a radius of seven miles. Okay. Maybe that's why they didn't shoot it down over our heads and instead waited for it to be over water. The whole story just kind of creeps me out a little bit. On the one hand, I, I have to wonder, what did the Chinese see using an air, a, a balloon flying over at such a slow speed? What do they see that we don't get to see on Google Maps already? Am I right? Google Earth even. Are you meaning to tell me that I can't pull up a, a, a Google map image, satellite image, and see a military base? You know what? I've never done that before. Hang on. Hang on. I'm going to do this right now. I'm just curious what on earth. Let's just, we'll put Fort Gordon, Georgia. That's my hometown. Dude, you, you, you see everything. You, yeah, you, you see absolutely everything. I didn't need a balloon for that. Did the Chinese not stop to check out Google? Google, kind of weird. Uh, anyway, I don't know. <laughs> I really don't. And, and then to learn, you know, after four or five days of Republican bluster about, well, Biden was too slow to deal with this, the Pentagon announcing that uh, he gave the order on Wednesday. Well, he should have done it sooner than that. I, this never would have happened under Trump. The Pentagon says um, it actually happened three times under Trump. The difference now is that we actually saw the balloon this time. How many times do you even question the, le- the legitimacy of something flying overhead? You see contrails. I live minutes from the airport. There are planes that fly overhead all the time. 
helicopters. I don't question why there is a helicopter flying over my neighborhood. If I saw a balloon, I'd go, oh, cool. Somebody's in a hot air balloon. You don't think it's the Chinese. I mean, you just don't. How many times could this have happened before? And why did we know about it this time in such a way that it became political fodder? I don't know. I got a lot, I got a lot to question there. I just find the whole story sort of fascinating. And Americans, as we are wont to do, kind of had a good time with it. We memed it up. We social mediaed it. We, I'm sure there's TikToks about it, right? I haven't seen one yet, but uh, I haven't been on TikTok much. And that's the other thing. We are so worried about, <laughs> we are so worried about what the Chinese are going to learn about us from tens of thousands of miles in the sky using a balloon and perhaps some recording equipment, but we got TikTok on all our phones. I mean, if the Chinese want to know where I am at any given point in time, they already know. It's, it's strapped to my wrist. It's on my phone. Well, TikTok's not, but I mean, you, you get the idea. In fact, these devices are made in China. <laughs> I, I, I would say to Republicans, if you are so concerned about China and what China is going to perhaps do to the U.S. one day, may, maybe we, we, we talk to the folks that make the things that we as consumers purchase here in the United States and convince those folks to have them made in America instead. Well, why doesn't that happen already, Ron? Well, labor costs are substantially cheaper in China, that's for sure. We don't tariff enough to bring that labor here. We also have a culture that doesn't want to work for pennies on the dollar, and you can't blame anybody for that. We don't want to work in sweatshop conditions. But we also don't, in my mind, punish companies, American-owned companies in particular, for taking jobs overseas in the first place. We allow it. There was a while back where the, the tipping point could be seen into the future about manufacturing coming back to the States. And it, it was more sad than exciting. It was going to be to the point where Third world labor costs were finally going to catch up. Well, third world labor costs, along with the cost of shipping the material there and then the finished product here, was going to catch up with just keeping the work here because our minimum wage hasn't been touched since, what, 2009? When we last touched the minimum wage? Has the cost of anything gone up since 2009? I, I, I'm asking, but I know the answer. You do too. <laughs> I could go in a million different directions from there, but I won't. And now comes word that Donald Trump and some of his administration officials, John Bolton among them, are denying that this even happened while on his watch. When the Department of Defense said last weekend that it happened at least three times that they know of. Daily Beast reporting, Donald Trump tried to deny reports on Sunday that China launched spy balloons over the U.S. during his presidency, saying that the claims were an attempt to deflect embarrassment over the half-week debacle. Three other spy balloons have traveled over the continental U.S. in the past, officials told the Associated Press, including twice during the Trump administration. 
That has not stopped Trump and his acolytes, such as Senator Tom Cotton, Ted Cruz among them, and former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo from claiming otherwise. So on on Truth Social, Donald Trump says, and now they're trying to put out that a balloon was put up by China during the Trump administration in order to take the heat off the slow-moving Biden fools. China had too much respect for Trump for this to have happened, and it never did. Daily Beast continues, but U.S. officials said Saturday that Chinese spy balloons, which spawned the most watched news event since last year's Super Bowl, holy crap, was not the first of its kind. That did not stop Trump from employing his tried-and-true line of defense, labeling facts he does not care for as fake news. Just fake disinformation, he wrote. Oh, disinformation's a pretty big word, Donald. The Daily Beast continues, a senior administration official who spoke to the Washington Post on condition of anonymity, however, claimed that while a series of balloons did fly over the U.S., quote, the previous occurrences were discovered after the Trump administration left office. Now, you know, you know, it's bad enough that it did happen while Trump was in office. It's even worse that they weren't aware. But let's focus on Brandon. Let's focus on Grandpa Joe Biden. Anyway, the Biden administration, according to Politico.com, is offering to brief Trump officials on these past Chinese incursions. Okay, you, you got to give me a minute here because I'm just going to enjoy this. I've been like getting torn apart chiming in on a Ben Shapiro tweet earlier today about, about this. Oh man, I'm loving this. Not only did it happen under Trump's watch, but Trump's folks didn't even know about it. And now the Biden administration, along with the Department of Defense, who right-wingers normally are in lockstep with, suddenly they don't believe them. Why is it when anybody speaks truth to something that did or didn't happen under Donald Trump's watch or how he wronged the country, they suddenly do not believe the people they were in lockstep belief with before? It's almost as if they believe him, the lyingest liar in American political history, more than anybody else. Okay, just give me a second to enjoy this. Okay, we're going to break back after this. More Ron Show on America One Radio after this. Oh, hey, you're still here. Hey, that's cool. Thanks for sticking around. Not only am I host of The Ron Show, I'm also Ron Roberts, real estate agent slash Realtor with EXP Realty. That's right. I help folks buy and sell residential real estate in and around Metro Atlanta. And we've been through a crazy couple of years, have we not? Between COVID, the post-COVID market, the craziness, you could throw an open house on a souped up tool shed and you would have cars lined around the block to come in and see it and throw an offer well over asking price. Well, those days are no longer a part of us and interest rates are a little higher than they were before. But I must say, it's still a great time to either buy or sell or both real estate, residential real estate in Metro Atlanta. Why buy? I tell tenuous buyers all the time, if you are renting right now, 
You are paying someone else's retirement accounts your money, and it might as well go to you. The cost of housing in Atlanta is not going to get cheaper. The population is going to continue to grow well into the 2040s, with nearly a million and a half new residents expected to come here. So you better get a house sooner rather than later. And if you can afford to buy an investment property, now if you already own your home, why not buy one nearby you as well and create some additional income that could be your retirement savings and you get to choose one of your new neighbors. Now, if you're thinking about selling, but you're thinking, oh man, I really missed out on that huge market in the past summer or two. Okay, yeah, sure. But the values aren't dropping, so you still got plenty you've earned just by owning what you're in and need to sell soon. Got questions? Feel free to hit me up. 843-283-0078 or email me ron at rononthereal.com. Georgia MLS 396-720. Website rononthereal.com. That's me, Ron Roberts with eXp Realty.